the Bill Michaels Show on this Tuesday, warm Tuesday. Good to have you. Home run derby's in the books. All-star game coming up tonight, the Midsummer Classic. And uh, hopefully uh, you enjoy the game. Uh, I, I don't. Do you still enjoy the All-Star? Because the, the, the truest All-Star game of all All-Star games, All-Star game, Pro Bowl, what have you, is, is Major League Baseball. Don't you feel that, Ben? Yes, 100%. Definitely you're the still, weekend You're still looking at whole. the pictures I sent you, aren't you? I am. Mm, I think <laughs> they are dangerous is the most safe way. Uh, that is just the I've tip of the iceberg. For those that don't know, for those that are just joining us on the network, thank you first first and foremost. But we were we started off the show talking about Jimmy Buffett coming up this weekend, and I've got the extra ticket, and I told Ben, you got to go because it's not about it's not about the concert. It's it's about the experience and the parking lot prior to. So I sent Ben a few pictures that I can't really post. Can't I, I just can't post them publicly? But uh, but yeah, there I you mean, go, Bill. That is a and this is the whole tailgate scene you were describing. That is told a large dildo. <laughs> you don't hear that much right out of the shoot, do you? Yeah, that's uh that there's a there's a few there's a few and, and that's just from like one set of pictures. I have I, I don't know how many. I had to go back and find one of my files. Um I've got videos and everything. Uh yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Pretty wild scene. So there you go. Interesting. Oh boy! But yeah, the All Star yeah. game. You know, it's uh, yeah, that All Star game. You know, I like game. it. It's it's yeah. It's not what it used to be, but I think it means the most out of all of them. Oh my God! Yeah, that's uh, that's not a bad way to go. There you go. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. That's a phone number to get a hold of us. Should you choose to do so. By all means, uh, you can also get a hold of us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z. Kenny over on uh, Twitter as well. And uh, you can also find us uh, on the Facebook fan page. Watch the program, Facebook Live. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show, YouTube.com slash Bill Michael Show. Subscribe, like us right there for free. Doesn't cost you anything. And uh, you can always email the program as well. Email thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The question as we get into the All-Star game, and I, I by the way, I just an FYI, I love Major League Baseball's All-Star game. I just do. Uh, I, I have for a, a long time, uh, ever since I was a kid. Uh, I just, the, All the All-Star game carried a level of prestige, even back the year that they tied here at what then was called Miller Park. Yeah, the infamous Bud Selig shoulder shrug with the hands out. Uh, that picture, um, because they end up in a tie. And we all know that the day after the tie, the media, uh, being the four-letter network, and the giant um, morning show of Mike and Mike, screamed that there had to be a finality to that game. And then that was when they put the weight of the winning league had home field advantage in the World Series. And then obviously that became something that they said, nope, 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 screwed that up, screwed that up. So, uh, But I've loved uh, the All-Star game for a long time. And the All-Star game is, um, the like I said, it, the NBA All-Star game, nowhere near what a real NBA game is. It is just 
pass the ball, offense, dribbles, dunks. That, that's about it. And, and stuff you don't normally see. Um, football's Pro Bowl, that's a joke. Uh, the NHL, even the NHL, it, they are, they're nowhere near as physical, nowhere near as battling uh, as they normally are in a regular game. Baseball, you may see a player or two, you know, maybe they don't go up against the wall or they don't dive, but for the most part, they're all out. You know, they're all out. Pitchers are trying to get hitters out. Hitters are trying to go yard and score runs. Uh, it can be, especially in today's day and age, a very boring game uh, because of the grip it and rip it mentality. But it's also very, um, it, it mirrors what a regular game is. And it's the best of the best. And I think, uh, I think the All-Star Game, Major League Baseball's All-Star Game, is the best out of all All-Star Games. Uh, I just have for a very long time. So, uh, getting a little bit off topic, the question then became over the last 48 hours, for those of you just tuning us in, was that, you know, look, there was talk about whether or not the Brewers are going to make a deal. And if they do make a deal, who are they going to trade away? And then there's talk about, well, Hater, he may not have it anymore. They figured him out. You got to get rid of him now while his, while his, you know, it's the highest because it's only going to go down from here and on and on and on. I don't think that. I, I would not be trading Josh Hader away. Just my feeling. Now, maybe I'm in the minority or maybe I'm in the majority. Maybe that's the reason a lot of people are saying, I agree with you. I have yet to find anybody today via the program that has said, no, 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 you got to trade him away. You got to trade him away. I think uh, it's a lot of take it or leave it. But over the last 48 hours, I have had people like my dentist i talked about uh dr paul yesterday my dentist uh i got a buddy of mine that uh, runs a quick trip up the street i saw him he's like when are they gonna get rid of him when are they gonna get rid of they gotta get rid of him they're not gonna get anything for him uh, he's ready to trade him away uh my cousin who uh, and i've been texting back and forth with he's a reds fan but we've been going back and forth on this he believes it's time to trade hater they can't afford him you got to get rid of him and my argument is so at what point do you say we're going to put it all together and we're going to be a team that's going to compete and we're going to go for it and we're going to push all the chips to the middle of the table as a small market team? You can't keep trading away good pieces just because you think two or three years down the road you're not going to be able to afford them. You can't do it. Um, so I don't think trading away Hater right now is the answer. I, I personally, I've been saying for a long time, I think you push, push all your chips to the table and you say we want to sign them. I think, he's a, I think he's a hell of a closer. I think he's withstood the test of time. He's not a one-hit wonder, pardon the pun. He's not a one-year wonder. He's been doing it over and over and over and over again. And he's been incredibly consistent. You look at the numbers, you look at the wins, you look at the saves, you look at all that he's done, the numerous innings that he's been able to eat up. I think he's been incredibly solid. And when they rest him, he's even better. So I'm, I'm completely... I'm completely okay hanging on to Josh Hader and still trying to take a couple of prospects and make them into something when it comes to trading away for bats. That's that's where I'm going. Um, so what did Bruce? What did Bruce ask you, Ben? He asked me to pass along the question to you: Who would you trade Hader for if you were going to deal him? And the second part of that was: Would you trade him for Aaron Judge? I think. To get Aaron Judge, 
would be a lot more than just Josh Hader. You would probably have to dip into Hader and Peralta, uh, some kind of a deal like that, and then because Judge is Judge is a bona fide superstar. The problem is again what you're going to run into: Do you pay Josh Hader? Or do you pay Aaron Judge? Because Judge, you know, many are saying that unless the Yankees come in with some kind of an incredible blockbuster deal, that they are he's going to head to free agency. He could be over top of Juan Soto. He could be your first half a billion dollar or half a billion dollar guy. Your first five hundred million dollar man. So I, I you know, if you're going to trade for Judge and keep him, that's what I'm saying. I, you're not going to be able to afford Aaron Judge. Would you go after him? Yeah, you know, as a rental player, yeah. Sure. But the Yankees, are they don't want to part with him. And the, let's be honest, the Yankees right now are running away with it, powered by Aaron Judge. There's no way they're going to deal him. That would be the same as the Brewers getting rid of Josh Hader. Unless you make a swap, if you're going Josh Hader for Soto, something like that, Sure. If you're going to keep Soto, you're not going to. But Soto, Josh Bell, those guys, they're coming up on contracts. You're not going to give away a bona fide starter that you've got control of for the next couple of years to get a guy for six months or three months or two months. You're not going to do that. It's going to be just prospects, most likely. Um, Randy says, uh, tell Mark to get off the wallet to pay Hater. He will not want to pay him uh, along with Burns, Woodruff, Peralta, Yelich. He's already uh, peacemaking this team together. I, Randy, at what point, and I'm only throwing this out there, so bear with me a minute. I remember when they began the rebuild. Doug Melvin was on his way out. David Stearns was on his way in. Mark Antanasio sat at that table. And they were incredibly honest. And they said, look, hang in there with us. Hang in there with us. We're going to tear it down. We're going to build it. We're going to continue to go forward with what Doug Melvin began, David Stearns is going to run with, and we're going to make this thing into a, a, a contender. And they have. He hasn't reneged on that. He wants to bring a championship to Milwaukee. I agree with that. He's never promised it. But he said he would do everything he could. Nobody gets in business to lose money. So there is a budget. There is a a threshold of which you have to say, I we can't do this. There is a reality to the money. But as a fan, as a fan, walking through the ballpark, parking's gone up, tickets have gone up exorbitantly. It used to be 20 bucks you could get decent tickets. It's not, not so anymore. Um, beer is ridiculous. Water is ridiculous. The, uh, and I, the amenities, they have done a tremendous job creating an atmosphere in that ballpark. I think American Family Field is one of the best ballparks in baseball. Uh, there's ballparks that have scenic vistas in the backgrounds, that have an aesthetic to them, that have a history to them. Yeah, I get that. But I still think American Family Field is one of the best ballparks there is. 
And one of the things that is so uh, wonderful about this is that you know you're going to have a game, which is the reason they have so many fans that come through the turnstiles. Brewers fans have supported this team, 2.5 million to 3 million fans per year, yes. But some of those fans are also fans that are traveling from Chicago, St. Louis, Minnesota, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Um, You get it. Kansas City. You know, fans are within driving distance. So it's been marketable. It has been profitable. But at what point do you look at it and you just say, if you're a fan, and I mentioned this yesterday, you say, what are you doing? Well, you know, you're always close, but you don't go the extra mile, you know? You're always close. You're always right there. There's always this optimism and hope, which is a lot more than you can say for some teams. So you're probably already better than half of the teams in Major League Baseball. So you can you got to consider yourself a little bit blessed, right? But on the other hand, you got to go, okay, at what point, though, as a fan, I mean, we're paying our money, we're coming to the ballpark, we're – we're, we're bitching about Bally's, and we want to see the game. We want to see you know this team on the western portion of the state and the northern portion of the state. And, damn it, we love the Brewers, and we're going to games, and we're doing all of this. We're paying these exorbitant prices. Spring training prices have become ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. I get it. And all you want to see is a championship. At what point do you say, I, I don't want to hear about your budget? I don't want to, I don't want to hear it anymore. Our budget doesn't really allow for us to go to the games all the time. Our budget doesn't allow for us to buy season tickets all the time. Our budget doesn't allow for, you know, two beers costing $26. Right? So if you're asking us to pay it, we're asking you to pay it. At what point do you just say, you know what? It's time to put up or shut up. Otherwise, all you are is a feeder system for talent that comes to the forefront And then eventually you just say, can't afford you, talk to you later. Because the days of a guy like Robin Yount being here forever, that's probably gone, knowing this franchise. If Robin Yount came through this system today, after eight, nine years, he'd be a Dodger. He'd be a Yankee. Unless he has a heart that says, no, you know what, I just love Milwaukee, I'm staying here, he'd you know, he'd be a cub. He'd be an angel. He'd be a giant. He wouldn't be here. Isn't that sad? Isn't that a sad thing to think about? Uh, Give us a shout. So your thoughts, whether or not you would uh, deal Josh Hader. Give us a thought on that. 877-867-1670. Hey, uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. And if you're uh, stopping into Quick Trip, make sure you always use that Quick Rewards card. Always. Whether it's garnering yourself uh, a free cheeseburger or getting yourself registered for some of the cash that they're giving away all throughout the summer, doesn't matter. Quick Trip is a blessing right here in our own state and just beyond the borders as well. That is our friends at Quick Trip. Stop in any Quick Trip. Use that Quick Rewards card. Keep stacking up all those Quick Rewards points, whether it's eggs or milk or bananas, whatever it happens to be. They've got it fresh. They've got it daily. And they've got it here just for you. Stop in and say hi to Quick Trip. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Any kind 
of uh, Italian food on the west side of town, west side of Milwaukee, out in Waukesha. Terrific place. Albanese's Roadhouse. Stop in and tell Joey and the staff, uh, you know, hey, you heard it here. You're going to stop in, check out the meatball sandwich, which is really, really good. They've got a tremendous caprese salad as well. But uh, you can also play a little bocce ball while you're there. Not a bad way to go. That is our friends at Albanese's Roadhouse right there on Blue Mountain Road. They are just next to a Menards, if you know the area out there. Uh, right next to Menard. Stop in. Tell him we said hi. Josh Hader, yay or nay when it comes to trading him away? Yay or nay? Uh, let's go to Hockey Dan. Hockey Dan, what's going on today, man? How you doing? Hey, it's a beautiful day in paradise here in Mad City. Um, yes, it is. I, I, I just, uh, a couple things I want to weigh in on here. You you were, you know, like, you brought up Robin Yount. Played his whole career in, in Milwaukee. Um these days, it's a whole different kettle of fish. Uh, all the professional sports, their PAs are, are are like, you know, you will take the best offer you can get, and it only makes the group stronger. And that's the mantra they live by. And I'll give you a perfect example. It happened in hockey yesterday. Johnny Goodrow, okay, he gets drafted out of Boston College. He goes to Calgary, likes the league on fire. And he signs in Columbus. Now, John Gaudreau could have written his ticket. He, he could have gone back to Boston probably for a million less. But the PA told him, no, you're taking the Blue Jackets offer. It's the best offer. You're taking it. And, and so that's, that's kind of what these guys are up against, you know. And, and God bless them. They make more money. Mm-hmm. And I'll never begrudge an athlete for making money. So uh, uh, the, those are that's the way the times have changed. Really, um, I, I do. I, I'm thankful that I got to see Robin Young for 18 years, and Paul Molitor and all of that. But um, you know, things just don't work like that. Um, right. um, the other thing, if the Brewers were to uh, trade uh, Hater, you. For a bunch of prospects, or you know, maybe a bag of bats and a bucket of balls. What does that tell us about the rest of the season? I will bet that park will be empty by the end of the year. Right. That would. Yeah. No, that I would of, agree with, uh, the, because you're basically saying that hey, we concede the season. If you're throwing all your chips. You just you folded. Your cards went in the middle. You mm-hmm. just mucked them. So anyway, my yep. two cents. No, I would agree with that. Good stuff, man. Appreciate it. He drops off. You get on board. Um, It's a good point, and that's what I was trying to say a little bit earlier was if indeed, let's say they do. Now, unless you get a big name that comes in to be a bat, okay, which is possible. It's not out of the realm of possibility. But let's say you get a big name that comes in to be a bat. Um, If you do decide that, you know, hey, Josh Hader, we're going to go by the wayside here. If you do, then isn't that then in essence telling, you know, the team, the fan base, you know, hey, we're <laughs> we're basically conceding things here. We're basically conceding. We're pretty much uh, kind of packing it in, starting to look towards the future. We maybe don't believe that we can win and win now. So you're going to start to move forward. I agree with them. That's why that's another reason why I don't see um, David Stearns moving Josh Hader. I just don't think that 
you know, business-wise, I don't think Mark Antanasio would want that. I don't think he wants that out there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, over in the Bud Light live stream, our buddy Steve says, uh, baseball, by the way, always looking for a way to make the game more popular. Speed it up, possible electronic strike zone. Look at the Bucks with Giannis or the uh, the Packers with Rodgers. That's what's killing baseball. 80% of the baseball teams can rely, uh, can't rely on their star uh, to keep them. But you will never hear if the revenue sharing of the revenue sharing of baseball. I guess they don't see that as a problem. Uh, you hit the nail right there on the head. I, look, they do revenue share in Major League Baseball. What they don't share is their local uh, market, because the NFL everything is is governed by the the television rights deals, and everybody gets their fair share. And here you go. You don't get that in Major League Baseball. The Yankees market and the Yes Network and everything is far too large. They're not going to make all that money and then dole it out to everybody else. They're just not. They The owners have never been a proponent of that, unfortunately. And baseball doesn't have a big enough deal to be able to have all these teams have equal. And plus, let's be honest, I mean, there's a salary cap. In the NFL, there's a salary cap. In, in in the NBA, there's what they call the luxury tax and then the hard cap over a certain number where you pay a hard number. You can still go over it, but you're going to pay a hard number. Baseball, kind of the same thing, but it, the, the, the haves and the have-nots, uh, a team with $300 million payroll versus a team of, at 60 to $70 million, it's so dramatically different. What baseball needs, and, and this is where they'll never come to an agreement, Baseball needs not only a cap, they need a floor. They need a floor. And they'll never agree to that. The The Players Association wants a floor, but they don't want a cap. Every time they've even come close to having what even resembles a soft cap, they have fought like hell against it. Fought like hell against it. So I, I just don't ever see Major League Baseball doing that and going in that direction. Unfortunately, and that's that is what they need. I completely agree with you. Um, Randy says I don't think that signifies they're giving up on the season by trading away Hater, but you do have uh, Devin waiting behind him. They need to fill the gaps uh, of the piece making of the current of the current team. But if you get rid of one of your key components that has been locked down solid ninety nine percent of the time, right? If you get rid of that and you take the chance on Devin Williams in and also in essence weakening your bullpen, aren't you then in essence saying, yeah, we don't have enough to compete? Isn't that a – now, like I said, and Randy, you're right in that essence if they just deal him to deal him. But if you get something major back, then I understand it. Then you say, well, we had to give up something to get something. We're more in need of an, in desperation of a bat than we are in the back end of the bullpen right now. So if they get a big-name bat that's going to be here for a couple of years, then you understand it. But if they just deal hater for, say, prospects, aren't you then in essence saying, yeah, we're pretty much giving up? See, there's a, there's a, there's a scenario there that you can look at and go in, in two different directions. If it's just for prospects... Maybe for a guy that can contribute a little bit now, that's one thing. But if you if you go bonafide star for bonafide star, 
for, for two years of control or a year of control, then you get it. Then you're like, okay, I understand that. Otherwise, I think you'd just be conceding. Why would you weaken your team? And I wouldn't do it anyway. I'd still try to keep them around. Just my opinion. I'd still try to keep them around. Uh, boy, I got a lot of reaction to this. Uh, still coming in. And thanks to everybody. And I'm going to get back to it when we come back from break. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends Jeff and Alicia and the gang at Stoley's Hog Alley and Stoles Old 109 up in Watertown. Stoles Old 109, fantastic. Stoley's Hog Alley coming right along. I know the construction. You run into things. It's been up and down, and they've, they're getting it done. They've got the tent out front. They're still serving dinners. They're still serving lunches. They're still serving beers and brews and, and mixed drinks and all that kind of good stuff. Great place to go, but even better people to support. So if you're going to support some good locally owned businesses, Jeff and Alicia, they do a great job. Stoley's Hog Alley right there in Oconomowoc and Summit and uh, Stoles Old 109 up in Watertown. Good, good people, and they're looking for good people too. So if you're looking for maybe a part-time gig, by all means, check it out. They're looking for good people right here, right now. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Doors show up in the next uh, month and a half or so. You're going to be already thinking about the fall, and I hate to say that because I love summer. But it's rare to find a terrific deal on the beautiful Pella windows and doors and getting them installed in your home with 0% interest for four years. Now, if you want to skip that financing, that's fine. You can get 250 bucks off per window right now. And if you're upgrading, say, to the Easy Slide Series windows, you can take 400 bucks off per window. But you don't, you don't want to miss out right now. 0% financing for four years at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Just go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And I have these things in my home. I, I talk about them all the time. I know some people roll their eyes, but it's true. I do have them in my home. I love them. The last, uh, and i got a decent-sized house. I don't know how many windows and doors I have, but I have five patio doors, sliding patio doors. The last of the patio doors is going to be installed in September. Uh, I had it done, and I had to wait a little while because we couldn't agree on the date to get it installed because I've been in and out of town so much. But they're going to come in September, and we're probably going to probably going to film that a little bit. But uh, but Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, not only do they come out and they custom measure, free, by the way, free consultation, but they come out, they custom measure, then custom manufacture, assemble, and install. They warranty their work. They warranty the doors and windows. It's just a great company to work for, and it adds tremendous value to your home. And with the recession oncoming, we know it's here. I uh, just haven't officially announced it yet. You want the best value that you can. And you want to be economical right now. Now's the time to do it. No interest for four years right now on Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. And uh, see for yourself. Um, it's an interesting piece of news. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, um, the uh, the newest addition to the Brewers, their DH for the most part, um, the, you know, they, they've had plenty of struggles, uh, been some really fun moments as well. But uh, the Brewers' use of the Infinity Gauntlet, Gauntlet uh, which out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, the recent episode of Brewers Unfiltered, uh, Andrew McCutcheon revealed that the reason he brought the gauntlet into the dugout, uh, he said it's not supposed to be for a celebration. It just kind of became that. It really started with Lorenzo Cain and Keston Hura. It was the two of them. Anytime Cain would be hitting, 
he lined out or hit a ball hard, everybody was always, hey, man, way to swing it, uh, you know, way to be there, that type of thing. As a Major League Baseball player, as a baseball player in general, no one wants to hear that after you just lined out, after you just did everything correct and somebody's standing right there at the right place at the right time and catches the ball. You don't want to hear, way to swing it. Basically, it was like, you know what would be funny? If we got, like, some huge hand or something, every time we would line out, uh, we'd be like, hey, man, way to swing it. We're all laughing about it. But if you need that in those moments because you're so mad, especially if you're struggling, that's why we have the hand. You needed a hand. I need that personally because I tend to sometimes get a little bit too frustrated uh, when I line out or hit it right at somebody hard. And if I turn my right hand and see somebody uh, with that, uh, that big hand, I have to laugh at it. It takes the pressure off. So it's not to show power. It's to take the pressure off for guys that weren't hitting. But it's just turned into a, hey, put the hand on you when you hit the home run and you get the celebration. Interesting. But see, that comes from a veteran, doesn't it? From a been there, done that guy. Andrew McCutcheon did not get off to the best start in Brewers' tenure. By the end of April, he was hitting 232. May was even worse, hitting 194. But McCutcheon was hitting just 214 with three homers and 17 RBIs on the season at that point. Not great for the team's big free agent signing. However, McCutcheon, along with the Heat, has heated up as the summer months got here. In June, he hit 315 with four home runs, 15 RBIs. So far in July, he's cooled off a little bit but still hitting better than he was in the spring. For the month, McCutcheon hitting 267 with a couple of home runs in an RBI. Going into the All-Star break, he's hitting 255 with nine dingers, 41 runs batted in. While his production is certainly trending upwards, it is his clubhouse presence that has made him the most valuable. I talked about that. When when people were talking about McCutcheon early on, about well, why you want to do this or why you want to keep him here, and I said, look, there's something about Andrew McCutcheon that guys are talking about inside that clubhouse. Now you know why. You know? And it goes and again, it goes back to Lorenzo Kane and Kesson Huron when they were just hitting the ball hard and weren't being able to get balls to drop. It happened to be right at guys. And that hand, that big giant Marvel Comics hand, became the, hey, here's the hand. You, you need a hand. Okay? You you need something extra. Here you go. So you gotta kind of smile at it when they give you the hand, you know? Uh, it takes that pressure off rather than the, the celebration that it's become to wearing the hand and ringing the bell and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. Interesting. A good behind-the-scenes look. So some more stuff coming out of that uh, Brewers Unfiltered podcast. I like that Brewers Unfiltered podcast. I don't know if you've paid too much attention to it. Ben, you listen to it at all, to the uh, Brewers Unfiltered uh, podcast with Adam McAlvey and Tim Dillard? I have not yet. I've wanted to, but... Obviously, yeah. producing a show and with the many other things right. that go on, there are a lot of voices going through the brain. Sometimes I like to, you know, sit in a field and just yeah. not no, listen I to people. It. I get it. No um, By the way, Scotty says, uh, you got to trade Hater now before he becomes Dan Plesak. Uh Earl over on Twitter, EarlBecky777 says, do it right now. They should have done it two weeks ago. Sean says, I doubt they're going to get what you think for him. Um, Dino says, got to trade him now. Seth th- says, no way you trade Josh Hader. Uh, I thought this was a go for it year. You've only got a couple of years left with some of these guys on this roster. I thought they were going to put together better bats and actually be a contender for a world series. Why would you get rid of a key cog in that element? Uh, Louie L U I 
Louis Betts over on Twitter says, no way I'm getting rid of uh, Hater right now. And in the email realm, uh, Reese says, uh, I think getting rid of Josh Hader would be a mistake. Uh, he's going to get some rest. He's going to come back and be even better. You're going to need him to close teams down at the end of the season, especially on the road. That's from Reese. Reese, appreciate the email. 877-867-1670. Would you be trading away Josh Hader? I don't think so. I think uh, it, it's very, to me, again, I think it's a little short-sighted. A little short-sighted to get rid of him right here, right now. Just my thought. Um, what else do we have here for you? Got a couple things. The um, Pete Alonzo, who was in the visitors' clubhouse at Truist Park in Atlanta last week, uh, when an attendant made a puzzling request, would the New York Mets slugger take a call from Atlanta Braves skipper Brian Snitker? Why is the opposing manager calling me? Alonzo repeated. Uh, he quickly found out Snicker was preparing to manage the National League All-Star squad and had an important question based on the first-time fan-friendly rule change. If the score was even after nine innings in the All-Star game on Tuesday night at Dodger Stadium, uh, would Alonzo participate in the new tie-breaking home run derby that would decide the winning team? Are you in favor of this, Ben? Well, so I'm going back and forth. If I this really- is hokey. If I cared about the result, yes. But the thing is, I'm in on the morning show this week, and I'm going to be asleep by that time anyway. So I, I don't really care, honestly. I, it, now I I know they've done things that have been a little bit different in the past. I still am of the belief you managed to win the game, and I know it's an exhibition game. I get it. I understand it. But, and I know this whole thing of everybody has to play and, you know, but that's not the, that's not what baseball is. Baseball's all-star game for the most part throughout time has been historically similar, if not as competitive or more competitive than an actual game. And it's remained pure in that sense. I, I am not in favor of hokiness by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just, I'm just not. I know in today's day and age, we want instant gratification. We are a fast food world. We're going to just push a button. We're going to tap an app, and we're going to have it show up on our doorstep. That's that's what we live in now. We want it right now. Get it over with. Get it done with. We want the outcome so we can go to bed. That's what we want. But I'm just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's the old school portion of it with me, with the home run derby, always popular. The night before the game, Major League Baseball decided to make the slugging showcase part of the Midsummer Classic. And no doubt, a lot of fans are going to be rooting for a tie. Some want to see a tie just so they can see the, the, the launch of the long ball, so to speak. But I am just not a fan of it. I'm just not. I do have one way to improve the hokiness, if you will. So if they're going to do a home run derby after nine innings, whatever, so be it. It's not going to affect who has home field advantage. So I'm not going to get that mad over it. The way to make it fun, though, is the people participating in the home run derby cannot be position players. They have to only be pitchers, and preferably pitchers that have never had an at-bat in their career. That would be fun. See, if you're going to... Oh boy, okay, let's take it a step further. Let's take, Okay, let's take this a step further when we come back, because I, I got some thoughts on this. I really do. 877-867-1670. If you got thoughts on this, let us know. 
Uh, I would love to hear from you. Would love to hear from you. Uh, I do want to let you know that our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery, they got a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, they have uh, great uh, acts, if you will. Uh, they've got music outside the winery. Uh, they have got uh, the new Moscato uh, that's just been bottled, and now they have that in plethora as well. So if you're looking for a Moscato, you're looking for a sweeter wine, they have that right now. They do different batches at different times, obviously, uh, but it is it is tremendous. They've got a lot of things going on. And now, and now, they also have a fill your bike with wine night. They want to see how many, uh, you know, how many purchased wine bottles can you fit in your motorcycle. Uh, you can win a private wine tasting for ten with our winemaker. Prize value over two hundred bucks. Two ways to win: the most bottles in one trip. Random chance drawing for all participants. You can stop actually in to Forgotten Fire Winery between May fourteenth and September fourteenth. Stock up, sign up right now. They have that going on, and in addition to that, here you go. It's out. It's been popular with uh, our friends at Four Seasons. Now it's at Forgotten Fire. you got to ask for the Bill Michael special. If you're going to go to Forgotten Fire Winery in Peshtigo, Wisconsin, and many of you up there at WMAM, the mighty WMAM listening right now at Bay City Radio, stop in and say, I want the Bill Michael special. And they'll tell you what it is. Jake will tell you what it is. The winemaker will say, this is what it's happening. Good stuff from our friends at Forgotten Fire Wine. For those of you around the rest of the state and beyond the borders, stop in any of your local grocery stores, liquor stores, wine stores, and say, hey, I want to get Forgotten Fire Winery wines. I want to check it out. If they don't carry it, get the hell out of there until they do. Go to ForgottenFireWinery.com. That's ForgottenFireWinery.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show and a way even further, in my opinion, to improve. If you're going to do this hokey crap, to decide an all-star game that's tied after nine innings, I've got another way to do it. And this, to me, would be more meaningful than just a flat-out home run derby. Stay tuned. Got more coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Show we continue on. Don't forget about our friends at MKE Brewing, 9th Street, downtown Milwaukee. Beautiful rooftop bar as well. Also, the start point for the motorcycle ride that I'm going to talk a little bit more about coming up in the next hour. But uh, we continue to get more and more pre registrants as we get a little bit closer and closer and closer to our ride date coming up Sunday, September 4th. So uh, keep that in mind. But uh, don't forget about our friends at Milwaukee Brewing, MKE Brewing, downtown Milwaukee. And the beautiful rooftop bar and the music that they have up there during the weekends and such. So stop on in and uh, say hello. Now, Major League Baseball, if the All-Star game ends after nine innings in a tie, they want to do this home run derby thing. Have a couple of players from each team smack some balls over the fence. Ben, you say don't make it power hitters or normal hitters. Make it pitchers. Every pitcher right? except Shohei Otani. Yes. So okay. normal, mortal humans right. can do it. Okay. So this would be my my thing. I would take three guys per team with a total of 10 pitches. The first thing you have to do 
is drop down a bunt. There's going to be like four circles out in front of home plate. You got to drop down a bunt and put it in one of the circles. You can't move on until you do. I saw that coming. Okay. The second one is you got to pull a ball, and then you got to hit one the opposite way. And then the last thing you have to do is put one over the fence. So you get points for putting a bunt in a circle. You get points for putting uh, – because what your goal is is to get as many home runs as possible, but you can't move on until you do the other things. So if you can't put a bunt down in a circle, you're screwed. You know what I mean? So the goal is, yes, it's a home run derby, but you can't hit home runs until you get to through the gauntlet of other stuff. You got to drop a bunt down the first baseline, a bunt down the third baseline. You got to hit one down the first baseline. You got to hit one in the opposite direction. And then you can start pulling the ball out of the ballpark. Preferably, you do it, you do all these things in four pitches, and then you start hitting home runs. Then you've got six pitches to hit home runs. But your goal is whoever can get the most home runs will win, but you can't start hitting home runs until you can do other aspects of baseball. How about that? No offense to anything you've said previously or your other ideas, but <laughs> I think this is genuinely the best idea you've ever had. The shame is there are no brewers there at the all-star game, or maybe that's telling. Well, there you go. Throw in beating the shift. Maybe yeah. put somebody on first base and have them start stealing so they can do a hit and run <laughs> or just let's just make it a bunting competition. No, 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 no. I, I want to see somebody do all aspects of baseball. Drop down a bunt, hit the opposite way, pull a ball, and then hit a home run. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I want. Who do you think? Just hitting a home run, you're just sticking power hitters up there. Who cares? Yeah. That's like just put up a bunch of DHs. Who cares? Because you're if you're a DH... And for the for the longest time, it, traditionally in the American League specifically, if you were a DH, chances are you passed your prime and you're just a power hitter. You are you are a paperweight in the field. You are not a true baseball player. You're just a power hitter. You're a little bit better than a softball player because you're a power hitter. That's it. You can't do anything. You know, big poppy playing first base or right field. Come on. Come on. You and I could have played a better field than he could have. But he was a power hitter. That's all he did. He's beloved for it. That's fine. But I don't want to see a guy that really isn't a baseball player try to do just power hitting stuff. I, I want to see a guy drop down bunts. I want to see a guy hit down the line on both sides. And then, then he can show me his power. But you can't earn the right to hit a home run until you can do other aspects of baseball. Then you got my attention. Think about that. Think about that. I, I'm here to cure all the world's problems, or at least baseball. <laughs> two hours down, two hours yet to go. Stick around. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.